What time is it? Showtime. The brothers discuss sports and provide betting tips. The best kept secret in sports investing. Please welcome Bolt Brady and his bro. Well, here we go, everybody. We are down to the big daddy of them all, the Super Bowl. Welcome into Bolt Brady and his bro. We are here to chit sports gambling, the best place for you to get your info. Let's welcome in our professional handicapper. Good afternoon, and we are off to the big Super Bowl, but the way that we got there, hmm, there were some ups and downs. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess we'll start with the first game. The ups, we got the W on the under. Uh-huh. Uh, that second half, I mean, the coaches got together and they said, hey, bud, why don't you just run it every play? And we will, too. <laughs> and then punt it, and then we'll punt it back, and let's just run this clock out. Uh, yeah, I was just like, <laughs> God, what? this is like a, a heavyweight boxing match, but one of the guys couldn't use his hands. <laughs> Both hands. Yeah, it's like shoulder, <laughs> shoulder, but head butt. <laughs> I know. With So Brock went out, and then uh, Josh went out after that. I mean, they had McCaff come in for some plays. I think Juszczyk and McCaffrey are the emergency. I mean, what are you doing? At that point, they know they're not throwing it. They said they just brought six up to the line of scrimmage. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, they, so the, the, there was a whopping 10 points scored in the second half. Eagles 10. And they just bagels. they'd cut to the sideline on the Niners, and you just see the guys are just like this blows. Oh, uh, dude. Well, did you see the interview with, with Kittle afterward? And they're like... Uh, so how are you feeling right now? He goes, how am I feeling? We had no quarterback. Pretty shitty. Totally. Yeah. I, I mean, mean what, what are the odds of going through that many QBs for, from start of the season to the end? Yeah. Well, so people, you know, one, one of our friends, he actually, uh, he went to Philly for the game. Uh, that's another story in itself. Because um, <laughs> he had the Niners gear on. Which, uh, yeah. I saw the picture. Um, which is kind of a mistake in Philly. I mean, the, <laughs> yeah. They don't mess around in Philly. Um, apparently, he said he said that he went to the the tailgate before the game, and they had the Niners gear on, mm. and he heard the uh, "fu" about five hundred times. He said, <laughs> "You want to step into the lion's den with some of these guys lubed up, <laughs> lubed up, otherwise known as tuned up? Feel free." Um, so. Uh, so anyway, where was I going with that before I got sidetracked? Because I was laughing about him wearing his Niners gear there. Just don't wear the opponent's <laughs> stuff when you go into those other people's house. <laughs> I mean, we used to kind of go to those Raider games, you know, and, and we made the mistake one time of wearing like a Broncos thing. Yeah, and cheering for the Broncos. And you saw some guys just, they don't care how old you are. They'll, they'll yell at a five-year-old in like an old Elway jersey. Yep, they will. And I, I remember that was back when the Raiders... It got cleaned up there at the end because they had more police officers and stuff in the stadium. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when you were referencing, it was that was like the early '90s, and yep, the Raiders still had it. So that's how Philly's supposed to be. Like they're supposed to be hardcore. Like you know, they can be your best friend fan, or if things aren't going well, you know, they'll let you have it. Yeah, they'll turn on you quick. Mm-hmm. I saw um, Brady Quinn, the old quarterback. He's a commentator now. He, I, I guess the NFL changed a rule a while ago, and they used to allow you to keep a, a another quarterback dress, but not count against your roster count for the day. Oh, and the NFLPA, you know, agreed to let that slip away a few years ago. So he's like, this shouldn't be down to this emergency situation. There should have been another third guy dressed, right? But not counting towards like the fifty-three man roster number. Yeah, why would that matter? Because I mean, it, it kills your product. 
He's just like, you know, if you guys want to keep harping player safety, then it, throwing back a fullback guy there is my third QB today. <laughs> How is that safe for these guys? No kidding. I saw that <clears throat> the Eagles had the most rushing touchdowns ever this year, 39. Yeah. Uh, and what's interesting about that, you know, when people start to handicap the Super Bowl, is uh, before la- before the Kansas City Bengals game, <clears throat> every team that had won and moved on in the playoffs actually won the rushing battle. And so I thought that was interesting because all you hear about now is passing and it's this and that and the quarterback and they're throwing, blah, blah, blah. But it still comes down to who wins the rushing battle a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. So that's something you know to factor in when you're handicapping for the Super Bowl. Is I mean, most touchdowns ever, thirty nine. Good try. Uh, they just coasted through the the postseason here. I mean, the bye and then just two blowouts. Right, they, they just weren't tested. So it's like neither was Hurts. Well, I mean, he threw for one twenty one this second game. So. Yeah, they just need a stronger opponent here to see if they what they really have. Well, so that's been the knock too. You know, they're like, "Wow, the Eagles are rolling," but then they're like, "Well, who have they played? The quarterbacks, Daniel Jones, yeah, and then the dinged up Niners, yeah, and then the Niners, like, you know, trainer, athletic trainer. I mean, throw that guy in there at the quarterback, <laughs> and then you know, even even like all season long, really, they they were getting the Cowboys banged up. Um, with their backup, and so that's what they were kind of saying. They're like, dude, they haven't really played a quarterback. Yeah, you know, they had the both these teams in the Super Bowl have three losses. Two of the Eagles were with Minshew, so the one that that Hurts did take was against the Commanders. Okay, so I mean, I think that's got to be kind of factored in, right? You lost a whopping three games, and two of them were with your backup. Mm-hmm. But then the question is, who was the back? Who'd they play? They played the Cowboys when they lost, and who else? Um, the Saints. Mm, okay. I mean, the Cowboys are obviously pretty good. The Saints have a pretty good deal. So, yeah, I mean, those are pretty solid teams that they that he lost to. And then the Chiefs lost three. That one early on was that Colts one, which that knocked out a bunch of Survivor people. Oh, it sure did. If you remember. And I think we had the Colts that week, but yep. Uh, and then the Bengals and the Bills, who, who are both great teams. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're in for a good one here. Um, I'm trying to think here if there's anything else to say about the Nines Eagles games. Not really. I mean, dude, it was just garbage. Except, except that our best bet under 45 and a half came in. That was unreal. And the reason why we're pretty stoked over here is because we're going to finish the season over 60 percent. Um, and actually, I got some questions about you know the percentages and and I'll touch on those for a little bit because you hear about the percentages oh how much did you know what percent games did you win and this and that well and what does that mean and we've done it over the years touched on it but I even heard a few more stats about it so um you know we mentioned that you got to get at least 500 games underneath your belt um like to be determined what they call sharp, let's say, and maybe even a thousand games. And a lot of people consider you to be sharp if you hit over 55%. But here's the new stat that for you that's pretty interesting. So if you're hitting 55% of your games long term, um, you become quite wealthy in the sense that um, you if you hit 55% of your games, you're getting about a 5% return, right? And so people hear that and they go, well, five percent—that's not very much. Like mm. you know, the stock market—you know—a lot of time, stock market averages ten percent over the years. But 
The stock market, that's 10% the entire year. Try 5% daily, right? Because you bet and you get your money back that day. So it's 5% compounded daily. That That's quite a bit. <laughs> so, well, I've, I've told you this before. That That's if you stayed disciplined and it's the same dollar amount every single day. Well, yes and no. But I mean, like, and, and what I mean by that is, yeah, sometimes you crank it up. But yeah, you don't want to be like, you bet five games and four of them are at $100. And then that one is like at 500 Yeah, that's not the play. But if that one is like 200 Okay, that's not bad, you know, but yes, you're you're right. You don't want to get blown out of proportion that way. Well, and if there's going to be a game people put a little bit more on, it's probably the Super Bowl. And that's not necessarily the best play, right? I mean, you're exactly right. People do that. But, dude, you want to talk about the game that's going to have, like, the closest lines? It's the Super Bowl. Um, one, obvious reasons, it's the last game. There's only one game for them to put a line at, and it gets two weeks for that line to move up and down based on how much money is being put on it. So let's talk about the line real quick. <laughs> Did you see what it came out at? Um, one and a half, Philly. Not initially. So initially, ready for this? It came out KC minus two and a half. <laughs> and it got drilled. People started grabbing it up and all this Eagles money came in. And then it went through the zero, which is pretty crazy back out the other side and now the eagles are favored um by yeah, like, some places minus two right so let's say minus two but that's going to move some more i mean so casey money's already starting to come in prediction here big prediction um well it's going to be minus one not sure what squad <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it's obviously not gonna get too high these, these teams are both sweet no it's it's Definitely, definitely not getting to three. Okay. I mean, you know, not 100% positive on that, but I'd say 95%. Yeah, back to the the Niners real quick and the injury with Brock. I, you know, they're, they're saying he tore the elbow up. Uh, he obviously doesn't want to hear that, so he's seeking the second opinion. Right, because it was the Tommy John, right? No, they just said like UCL ligament or something, which, which is like a six-month which puts him out through all summer, you know, so he's not ready to fire come August in, in the preseason even. Yeah. How bad does that suck? Because you know Trey's going to come out firing. When's Trey supposed to be able to start practicing? Well, I don't – he seems like he's kind of near towards something, but that, you know, some guy from the Niners got hired with the Titans, and that's when Trey tweeted the oh. the fingers crossed emoji. <laughs> right. Like, like, bring me with you. So there was an executive yesterday on, like, NFL Network, and – People were backing it up, saying, you know, the Niners are going to entertain the the trade of the Texans and the big Tom Brady signing to the to the Texans or the Titans. Uh, sorry, Titans. Okay, trade of the it was it, they someone did mention the Texans, but that the guy from the Niners front office did go to the Titans. Okay, so trade him for some draft capital. Uh, let Brock heal and be the backup to Big Tom. <laughs> oh come on. I mean, that's the rumor, right? There's no merit to that. I think everyone would would you know? Well, Tom's the free agent. You know, he can pick where he wants to go. So yeah, mm, that'd be interesting if Tom came here for one year. Mm-hmm. Obviously, being from Northern California, that'd be perfect for him because his mom and dad are still here. Yep. So we'll have to see how that unfolds after after this stuff wraps up. 
Well, that's it for the Nines Eags game. I mean, that thing was garbage. No, there wasn't much to talk about. I mean, they showed Jalen in the locker room, kind of sitting there, like uh, reflecting, having like the cigar. I mean, he's juiced. <laughs> Cigars are gnarly, <laughs> big time. <laughs> I wonder, like, I mean, a lot of guys that that are smoking those for celebration. I mean, I, I doubt they smoke them ever and they're probably like this thing's pretty gnarly but i'll do it because we won i mean mj they'd always show mj doing that after the bulls titles right but he but he does it a shitload on the golf course too yeah so he he clearly likes them but yeah they're kind of gnarly um <laughs> so but jalen congratulations you know i've always liked jalen he balls yeah i mean you, you got to kind of make a move here quick though if you're the niners you know if mccaffrey's 27 28 ish next year same with debo kittle's 30 use check 31 trent, yeah trent williams 35 like you can't sit on these guys two more years yeah, no, I hear you. I know you'd be juiced if he came. No, I just think it'd be it'd be a good little story to watch. And then the Raiders, you know, that's the other rumor for Big Tom because of the McDaniels, but they're they're being a little fishy with the David Carr thing. It's like they have to make their mind up by Valentine's or the fifteenth, and they're not allowing him permission to talk about other other teams to seek the trade yet. So we'll have to see what they do there. Wow, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, now we're off. To the game of the of the weekend, the Patty game. Yep, the game we stayed away from, um, and it looked like it was a good one to stay away because that thing was going back and forth. But our boy Patty brought it through, and uh, actually, for the people that follow on Twitter, uh, I posted early in the week, um, or yeah, before the game. Well, when our boy, uh. our boy Hilton came out from the Bengals <laughs> with the with the. And let's call this place Burrowhead. Right. Well, I think first on Twitter I came out when I saw Patty do the interview and he like went up and down these stairs easily. And then they showed him in practice and he and Kelsey are just BSing, like having a good time. And like he's stretching. And I'm like, dude, he's fine. So I tweeted right then, hey, Patty's looking pretty good. And then when that guy Hilton called Arrowhead Burrowhead, I hopped on Twitter and I said, this guy's toast. <laughs> Give me KC. Right. <laughs> so the people that follow us on Twitter, um, hopefully they were able to ride KC with us. But And then <laughs> lastly, I want to explain one thing. <laughs> the last Twitter, um, after the game, I hopped on Twitter and I said... Or uh, Instagram, too. Or, sorry. The video. Yeah, Instagram and Twitter. And I said, uh, Chris Jones and I bawled. And I just want to explain why. <laughs> so Chris Jones is the defensive lineman for people that don't know for the Chiefs. And he just he's a baller. And so all game, my brother and I and our families are watching it. I'm like, watch Chris Jones. Watch Chris Jones. This guy's just a joker. And he's just taking on the double teams, just plowing through them. And so when we really needed a play, I go, okay, it's time for Chris Jones. And I got in the defensive position (laughs) i was in the three-point stance just like my boy chris jones and he said hike burrow said hike and i did the swim move (laughs) and then the rip and i came through and so did chris and we got the sack (laughs) i should have filmed that instead (laughs) so so that's why i said chris jones and i balled (laughs) well god we were we were craving a good game too after that first one so it was nice to just to have a good game with two qbs yeah that was a good game and that was just fun it was fun um i'll I'll tell you i did have to 
have some serious patience there because your wife, my sister-in-law, was actually cheering for the Bengals. Um, and so there's nothing like cheering for a team and then someone next to you is going for the opposite team. Right. I'm sure everyone knows that feeling. So, But we held the patience, and Patty came through for us. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, that game was legit. I mean, how hurt do we think Patty was? He obviously wasn't 100%, but, I mean, the guy toughed it through. I still, what did he throw for, like, 320 or something still? Because like, they're, not, they're not running the ball a whole lot. Like we said, it's a lot of just little check downs to Pacheco if they do need to make those guys come up and honor that. Yeah, that was the, you know, people are, you know, some people are saying it was the refs or whatever, but, that, but the Chiefs outstatted them in everything except rushing. It was like... 55 yards to like you know 30 or something like that yeah you know some people like you need balance but you know when you're dealing with with patrick and reed here they can slice it up a different way and get you reed yeah i mean that guy slightly knows what he's doing too yeah uh and i mean early on we were kind of like they they settled for field goals there and like god they should put these guys away well right that was brutal they were owning the ball the time possession and marching down and then Field goal, field goal. It's like, God, if they give up a touchdown right here, they're going to be losing, and they've been dominating. I know. That was crazy. Yeah, so the total yardage was 357 to 309. Rushing yards was, that's where they had it. The Bengals had them, 71 to 42. Passing yards, 315 KC to 238. And then the third downs for KC, 7 for 14. I mean, it was kind of pure domination, and then everyone got hurt. The, all the the starting three wide receivers for KC got hurt. Right, and he still manages to make it happen. And Kelsey's obviously getting double teamed. Like when the receivers were all in and Kelsey couldn't get doubled and triple teamed, they were kind of slicing them up and down the field like you were saying. They just had to settle for the field goals or else it could have been a boat racer maybe. Yeah, and then Burrow had uh, he threw two picks to Patty's zero, so that was big too. Yeah, I, I saw something that they're like, you know, people hype Joe Burrow, but actually in the fourth quarter in overtime, there were some stats like that showed that he wasn't rocking as much as people thought. He ranked like twenty third in the NFL for whatever the stat was that compared quarterbacks fourth quarter and and overtime. Mm-hmm. But you know, Patty is forty and nine straight up at home. Good try, Patrick. Yeah, fifth fifth straight uh, AFC Championship game at home, too. I mean, they're on a roll. Someone was like, well, if Patty retired today, he's a first-team uh, Hall of Fame ballot. Mm-hmm. First try. That's pretty nutty, huh? Yeah. Uh, you know, Biennemi is their O coordinator. We've talked about him before, too. I guess some other people are asking if they can talk to him just for the same position, but come to their squad and do it. Yeah, oh, can- really? The commanders asked. And uh, why would he want to do that? I, yeah, why would you do the lateral move if, if it's not for the head coaching gig? I don't know. I mean, you know, maybe if it was San Diego and you're like, well, the warm the warm weather here and I get the beach and stuff, I'll take the same role. They just signed uh, Kellen Moore yesterday from the Cowboys. The Chargers did? Mm-hmm. Mm, they said that he'd, he'd get caught somewhere, somewhat, he'd latch on somewhere quickly. They had already asked permission to talk to him before Dallas let him go, so they knew something was going on. It's so funny, dude. Like, it's not your O coordinator, guys. It uh, starts with you, Mr. Jones. No, yeah. You, you got, sometimes they do stuff for the fan base. And 28 years, bud, since you've been to the NFC Championship game. I mean, clean it up, buddy. Clean it up, 409. Mr. Jones might get it today. <laughs> I think McCarthy likes to call his own plays. So he did that in Green Bay. So I'm sure there was something working 
that direction for him to move the offense his way. There was one thing that I saw um, over the weekend with all the football, and I didn't know about this. Maybe you did, but they actually have little chips, like um, technology chips, in the shoulder pads of the players, and that's actually how they keep track of that speed. The miles per hour? Yeah. And there's also, believe it or not, there's actually um, a very, very small one, obviously, in the ball, and it helps them track like if they scored the touchdown or not. Huh. So I did not know that about it either things. I thought that was an interesting, uh, interesting point. Yeah, I mean that's like going to like Top Golf or something. That, you know, they, how do they track that ball out to those little targets? Yeah, Top Golf's legit. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's one thing that I wanted to talk about. You know, before we we forget, because there's going to be all kinds of prop bets and different unique bets for the Super Bowl, which makes it super fun. Uh, but also you have to be careful of what you're betting on out there. And what I mean by that is like, for example, uh, a few weeks ago, they had, you know, I, I sometimes talk about the, the real odds, the true odds. So a few weeks ago, uh, when there was three games left to get to the Super Bowl, they said, San Fran- if you pick San Francisco, excuse me, in Cincinnati to be the matchup in the Super Bowl, it paid 13 to 1, right, odds. And so people are kind of thinking, sweet, I put down 100, I get 1,300. But if you just rolled over each team, and what I mean by that is you take the Niners money line, next game you take the Niners money line, next time you take the Niners money line because that's them getting to the Super Bowl, right? And you do the same thing, if you did the same thing with Cincinnati, that 13 to 1 actually turns into a 30 to 1. So that's how much you're getting ripped off by the casinos for those, you know, unique bets that they try to throw out there. And so also you're going to see all these prop bets. It's like MVP of the Super Bowl and it's garbage odds. Like, again, it's this like 13 to one when it should really be 30 to one. So when you bet these, you know, all these different prop bets, you see the best ones to go with. And I'll say this one more time. The best ones to go with are the yes, no, you know, will um patty throw for over 300 yards yes or no Mm. yep so there we go just had to get that off my chest didn't want anyone to get ripped off and lastly (laughs) you're going to see same game parlay so hey i want to parlay the chiefs with the under you know and you never really want to touch like a teaser with over unders you'll get drilled long term those way and same game parlays are usually pretty crappy anyway so what if you tease the over under <clears throat> is it still the 6 off of the total it is yep so people are like oh that sounds great but dude you don't really want to tease over unders in general anyway and especially the same game so just let's stay away from the teasers this week ladies and gentlemen um you know, we'll we'll have we'll have some prop bets for you. And uh I'm gonna dig into the the teams a little bit more. I can see there's things that I like and dislike about both teams, so I'll be digging. Yeah, and then you know, the the two weeks off always helps both these teams get a little healthier. So in the case of the Chiefs, that's great for Patrick. Well, and the receivers. That's yeah, so that core can kind of just Get a little better than they are, and, and they've been there before. But so. the flip side of that is it's two weeks for people to bash, too. So you <laughs> never know. <laughs> Remember, wasn't it the Cowboys that, that bashed? They took the time before the Super Bowl to let it rip. Oh, some of them have, yeah, before. I mean, there, there was a Raiders lineman back at the, the Tampa one. He, he disappeared. Well, yeah, that was that was weird. He kind of went AWOL. Then you, then you had some guys that have gotten busted with the 
Ladies of the Night. Sure. Otherwise known as the... Scarecrow. Or hookers. Right. Yeah. So you never know. You got sometimes too much time off is bad for some guys. Yeah. And some of those towns that, that are the hosting city make that stuff worse. I mean, I think New Orleans has popped up and snake bit a couple dudes. Well, but. and don't think lady friends aren't flying into those cities, too. They, they know. They're like, whoa, we got two NFL teams in Arizona for two weeks. 1 800. SWA, Southwest Airlines, here I come. I mean, it's pretty crazy if it's a dude who's like a starter or contributor and they're one of the guys that gets caught. Like, you can't wait like another 10 days to, <laughs> to well, take it out. No, yeah, but it was, what, I can't remember what score, with the guy that got busted with the lady of the night. It was in Miami. Um, he was a starter. I think it was like the, God, I want to say it was the Chargers. But anyway, he was a starting um, defensive back. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, some guys, they just, yeah, you'd think you'd be like, dude, let's wait till after the Super Bowl. <laughs> but it was like when the Giants, when o- OBJ and those um, guys went on the boat that one year before the playoff game. Yeah. Like, dude, come on. You guys can't wait. And they got waxed. So, you know, it's better to have the discipline players every time. Yeah. This one's down in Phoenix and in, in the Phoenix Waste Management Golf Tourney is going on the same weekend. So good place to be good place to be for the players i mean that's what i would do right we'd go play a little golf during the day mm, oh for sure that'd be legit our boy reedster's going down there for both so <laughs> yeah. that'd be fun yeah i think i think maybe the pga was altering the schedule again for that one uh they did where they were doing the wednesday to saturday finishes so it wouldn't conflict with the football games oh uh, that's smart they just did that uh this week and too they did the the san diego the farmers one for, yeah, so we could watch championship game Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's super smart. So anyway, uh, I don't know if you have much else to say. I just wanted to kind of touch base a little bit about those prop bets, talk about the game, and then uh, you know we'll we'll come back with our play next week. But because we got two weeks to dig into it, so we don't want to rush this thing here. Yeah, I mean, currently it's it's pretty much one and a half or minus two Philly in the over unders forty nine point five. Yeah. So we can give our picks next week. Yep, and we'll have some prop picks as well. But again, remember, stick to the yes, no's. Don't fall for those garbage ones because, you know, those the big-name books are going to come out with the same game parlays and, hey, take this and take that, and they are ripping you off, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, is there anything worth putting in earlier in the process here, like this week versus waiting to see if anything changes? Well, that's a great question. Um, the line right now is... Uh, I mean, and the line right now is the Eagles minus two. Um, I, I mean, I do think that if you like the Chiefs, you should you should grab it now because I don't think it's going any higher and it could very easily go lower. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Great question. All right. <laughs> Anyone else? Uh, nope. I don't see any other hands. No, I think we're good. That's just me and you. <laughs> Okay, don't forget Twitter and Instagram. It's at Bolt Brady Picks. We threw out the videos last week. So uh, I think Patty in Minnesota liked it. She she saw the Chiefs one and wrote it with us. <laughs> and keep the reviews coming too at Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. We appreciate it. We're going to come back at you next week and give you the Super Bowl picks. But we will catch you then. See ya. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do 
and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.